Ladies and gentlemen, around the world, this is Gavina T.K. Kirkland. You're listening to the T.K. Kirkland Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the T.K. Kirkland Podcast, bringing to you something today very special that I think every person who listens to this episode should tell someone who knows someone that you could probably save somebody's life, and this is learning how to do CPR. And let me tell you how I got to this. Um, For a couple of weeks now, I had always been wanting to take a CPR class. Like, it's been always in the back of my mind. I did this great show in Philadelphia, and this beautiful woman, her daughter, was sitting in the show, and they enjoyed the show so much. Afterwards, the young lady gave me a card. I put it in my back pocket. And I just went on taking my pictures and all that kind of stuff. After, when I got to my hotel room, I laid all my stuff down on my desk. And I looked at this young lady's car and said, oh, man, this is a perfect opportunity to do an episode on CPR. I called her early this week. And it just so happened her daughter, her nephew, her nephew um, passed away. Um, of a, a asthma attack or some type. What kind of attack was it? Honey? Respiratory distress. Respiratory, and no one in the home knew CPR, and the people who did know the CPR when they got there wasted time to take care of this gentleman. And the thing about it, I just thought it was an opportunity, especially if you're sitting around, you know what to do, and you don't get it done. So, Mr. Nigga, let's talk about the situation first, if you don't mind, that we can share with the world. Because after that, then we'll talk about how to go into CPR. But I want you to revisit what you told me the other day about your nephew and what happened. Okay, well... In short, and not revealing too much information, but it yeah, was you don't have to say nobody's name or nothing. Yeah, yeah he was. Um, it was a situation where he was experiencing respiratory distress, which he was having difficulty getting his oxygen. Um, and then it was a house full of people. Um, it was something asthma. He already um, had been diagnosed with, but so the family members, you know, were. Uh, prepared, I guess, to say as far as he knew he needed to use his pump or breathing treatment, things like that. But this particular incident, um, that wasn't the situation. And I think the delay in recognizing that it was, in fact, an emergency and then knowing what to do and timing um, is really important in in Mm -hmm. PCR. But um, in essence, once they recognized that it was, in fact, an emergency, um, they knew to uh, alert someone to, you know, uh, alert EMS, which is 911, where they live, um, and, you know, and then stay with him. But in essence, they still, you know, was trying to reposition him and, you know, try to make him comfortable. But none of that was going to assist him with this. So they did call. EMS did not come. They sent police officers instead. Um, the police officers did not have proper equipment to assist them in this situation. They called again for an ambulance. Um, 
and they sent police officers. So by the time the ambulance did arrive, the t- so much time had passed. Um, and so as a result of that, he, my nephew, did not make it. Um, now let me ask you a question. So what you're telling me, and it seems like it took about 40 minutes or it longer? It took about 25 minutes maybe for yeah. them to get the proper personnel there. Okay. And then they had to get from there to the hospital. So Wow. Timing, 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 timing. I just want to say that everyone should really know CPR, kids included. Um, mm-hmm. Recognizing that an emergency exists and then deciding to take action is so important. And deciding to take action is simply just calling 911, having someone else to call 911, because we know that this is out of your care, your scope of practice, or what have you. But knowing that in a timely span, if you if it don't feel right, just trust yourself. When in doubt, just call. Just call. Right. When in doubt, just call. Don't think about it. You know, and CPR is about 31% effective if used in a timely fashion and used properly. It can really save someone's life. So I would say agree with Mr. Kirkland and say, yes, learn CPR Everybody should really know, kids included, because it could really save someone's life. And I would say in this, in my nephew's situation, timing was really not on his side, but he was definitely in God's hands always. But timing and recognizing yes. an emergency is extremely important. This is insane. So this is it's amazing. It's amazing, right, as we are older. Mm-hmm. You would think that this type of stuff should be taught in schools. Right. Things exactly. that can really better a person's life. You know what? You are absolutely right. So even with, you know, different situations, I try to, you know, voice that as much as I can to people when I can, the importance of CPR, because it really can save someone's life. And just having the knowledge, the first aid treatment, like just knowing it, I mean, you could just, be there, you know, waiting to get on a plane or something, and somebody can be having respiratory distress or about to faint or whatever the case. And just knowing, trust yourself, let somebody know, call 911 or the EMS, you could really save somebody's life. Yeah, and then to really know to get the hands-on training is just phenomenal. You You can't lose. Right, can't lose. right. Now, what made you become? What made you get into um, become a trainer in CPR? Oh well, I instructor I, rather. Let me use the right I, word, instructor. Instructor, yeah. So <laughs> I'm already a nurse. I've been a nurse for like 16 plus years. So I've seen a lot of situations, emergency situations. I've also had to use CPR several different times. So I do understand the severity of it. But after COVID hit, it really like triggered or or affected my community. Um, Mm -hmm. So with that, my daughter and I was like, you know, we should really, you know, be a little bit more informative being that we have medical background, um, you know, and informing the community and the kids and everything. So with that, I then decided to start all hands in CPR um, training. And while I then took my training, I had to get certified through Red Cross, which I am. um, Mm -hmm. And then, I started to target my personal community just to, you know, get everybody 
informed with how important it is. You know, a lot of people have siblings and, you know, things like that. So this is what we targeted first was our my um, personal community because everybody was really affected by it. So, and and it was really alarming at the the amount of people that don't know mm-hmm. about CPR and first aid. Like as you said, like older people, really like you know adults really just don't know or just never really thought about it. Like mm-hmm. you know, so yeah, just being informative. So I just thought that that was a perfect opportunity for me to do so. And this is something, believe it or not, it will be in my stand-up as much as I can because, you know, I'm always dropping gems on right. my audience, and I will be telling people to take CPR classes, et cetera. Now, what is Absolutely. the steps to take a CPR class? And do you become an instructor, or do you just know how to do it? Is it two different things? For me, Well, to be an instructor is a different set of training, but to, <clears throat> excuse me, but to learn CPR, you just register and take the course. Now, okay. I offer two different courses, like a blended class. You can do it online, and it'll give you, like, uh, it's very interactive, so you have to, like, know the right position to, to do the compressions and how to tilt your head to, you know, administer the breaths and things like that, or you can do classroom training. Um, me, myself, I go to different places, so I'm mobile. I'll go to yeah. different places and do the training. Um, but it's just as simple as registering and receiving all the information that's there to be received. Now, and don't you think it's best it to actually go in and take it? Because to do it on the computer is not the same as, the same as touching someone, so correct? It's, correct. It's like, it's, called, it's like a blended course, so with the online portion of it, it's kind of like, um, a prerequisite, if you will, like so that okay. once you get to the the actual classroom portion of it, it'll kind of like be a review. So now you can really be critiqued on the the proper positioning and you know the technique with the hands on. But doing the online portion of it, it's like your intro to it, so you're not like just blinded when you get to the classroom portion of it. Mm-hmm. So. Now, do they teach confidence? And I'm saying to what I mean by confidence. Mm-hmm. Some people might know CPR, right? Right. But too scared to do it because that person right. still might pass on them. So let's do right. two things. How you deal with confidence to do that. Two, how do you deal if you put your extreme effort into it and that person doesn't make it? So, again, this is why I said, one, CPR is about 31% effective. However, you can't let that deter you from doing what you know that you're qualified to do. So when I do the the classroom training, I always create scenarios with each other, like this is, you know, if this was going on for them to do it. But in essence, in that moment, in that moment when you know, like people are, a lot of people are sometimes once they get the, the training, they're like eager, really eager to do it. But you got to understand that you really, technique is really everything. You really have to be applying the right amount of pressure. But when you actually do the training, you get that confidence. Like I'm not going to certify someone that's not confident in what they're doing. Okay. Like okay. I'm not going to do that. I need to know that once I put my name on this, I know this person is good to go. They're not going to hesitate. They're not going to panic because we're going to go through all of the different scenarios when I'm in the class so that you can identify and 
you know, adapt with the situation, like real scenarios, you know? Okay. So she yeah. won't, like, be like, uh, uh, I don't know, I could. Right. Oh, jump out there. Save a life. Right, because if something there. like that happened to me, I don't want nobody to be scared to touch me. Right, I want you exactly. To exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, just if it's that situation, you just simply introduce yourself, let them know, I'm certified, this is what I am, I'm here to help you, like, Okay, cool. You automatic. You the 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 person will automatically be at some type of ease because okay, this person that came out their way, they telling me they know what they're doing. I'm gonna follow their instructions. So don't be nervous. Just do it. Just okay. do it. And if it don't work out, then always know that that person was in God's hands. Okay. Like you can't beat yourself up about it. Like oh, they didn't make it. I've had people that I had to perform CPR. Some made it. Some didn't. Some life was a little bit prolonged because of it. But I never feel like, oh, wow, they didn't make it because I didn't perform correctly. I did what was in my scope of practice. I did what I was supposed to do in that moment. And the end is in God's hands, not mine. Okay. That's good to know. Yeah, because, you know, everything is about confidence. And a lot of people doubt themselves so much you know. Yes, yes. So much. Now, how long does it take to take this type of class? So it's really only one day or two days. Okay. Yep, just depending on how many people's in the class and what is it that you want. If you want first day and CPR, then that's like two days. If you want, okay. you want the online, then that's only one day because you've actually already done half of the program. Because okay. it might give you really interactive everything you know, online. And is there a certain type of frame to know, like, say you start online, is it like a 40-minute course thing you have to know, or let's say you, you could start on Monday and finish on Thursday because your schedule might be very insane, like something like mine. Right. So that's the convenience of the online portion of it is you're going to do the online portion of it however works your schedule. Once you're okay. completed the online portion, that's when you're going to see me. That's okay, when you go good. and you get, and that's when we'll do the hands-on and you can ask me any questions, whatever the case like that. But the prerequisite before the online class, there is none. It's kind of like you're going to get everything right then. Okay, okay. And where do you go to take these classes? Where can you go? Um, you can actually go to 1500 Chestnut Street. Mm-hmm. So I mean, go- nationally. Nationally, you really can just, like, log on and just Google CPR training, really. Okay, and CPR training. You just, but you do want to make sure that when you do get your CPR training that the person should be Red Cross or American Associated um, certified. So that is that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, so do you, you carry, you like... In, I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I'm not you go so, ahead. I was going to say, um, in any state, City, wherever you are, you should be able to just Google in your town, like, um, CPR training in your zip code, and something should come up. Okay, totally. Now, do you do you have to carry around a, a card or a certified card to prove that you're certified? Um, yes, you should. You should have one. Once you get your certification, you'll, get, you'll be issued a, um, a CPR card. Um, an actual card, and you'll have one, like, sent to your email, so you'll always be able to, like, have access to it from your phone. Oh, that is so cool. And how, from your experience, 
how often should a person retrain? Like, say you get your, it takes one day. Right. But do you go back after does it expire? Right. So you have to be re, um, CPR certified um, every two years. Okay, every two years. Every, every, okay, two, every two years. years. Okay, that's well, important. Well, for me, too. I'm sorry. So I'm an instructor, so it's every two years for me. But in general, people should be certified every year, depending on, you know, where you get your certification from. Yeah, because I was going to say that. Because I said you can get it in, you can get your certification in 2022 and not right. be able to do this to somebody in 2025, but you forgot a lot of things. Right. But, again, you can always, um, but really, mm, it's pretty much the same. Even if you forget, if you did the online thing or you need, like, a refresher or whatever, you can mm-hmm. always go get an access, like, what you already okay. get access to. And can you videotape on your phone what your instructor is teaching you as well while you're in there? Do they allow Absolutely. that? Absolutely. Okay. Because you can always Absolutely. use that as a, a, and even a, a like tutorial. Online, like the videos, you know, the videos, but they're more interactive. But if you want to video me and my tenant, you know, when I'm going, like the hands-on part, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. If that, you know, now, some people learn differently. So. Yeah, that's true. Now, how do you handle uh, a person who is vomiting at the mouth and you have to say they like, is that part of that as well. well and you got to do mouth to mouth. If they vomiting from their mouth. Yeah, let's say you got to do mouth to mouth, right? Oh. Doing CPR now. Mouth to mouth resuscitation, as they say, is that the same as CPR? Okay. Yes. Yeah. So, <clears throat> so know that you don't all, breaths are good, but not necessary. The compressions, okay. the the compressions is really. What's making it count? So don't let that deter you guys. Don't let that deter you from, I'm not putting my mouth on somebody. Okay, then give them some, give them them compressions. Give them, give the compressions and that'll be okay. Like it, okay. it's not a, a, a necessity that you give the breath because you giving the compressions. It's better to do the air, you know, to give the air there, but always in doubt, just do the compressions. If you don't feel comfortable we're giving right. the give the compression. Because I used to do jokes on that a long time ago. I'm like, man, I think he might have to leave here because I ain't putting my mouth on that motherfucker. They go after Right, but just, yeah, but just do the compressions and, and it'll be just as, as, as effective if you have a Because on TV, thing. it's always the pretty girl who's having the attack of the man <laughs> or the man's having a heart attack and it's a pretty woman. She holds his nose and kisses him. That's always in your head, but in real life, it ain't like that. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> in life, it you got a person not. with teeth missing and it is not. dry and dried <laughs> lips. Like you know, I know I'm making it funny, but that shit is real. Yeah, you know, you see a person true. crack lips and shit. And you're like, and oh like, my god, mm, what am I going? To I do? don't know. Yeah, but man, that's, yeah, yeah, that's crazy. But yes, I felt that this is something I had to put uh-huh. on my podcast because I know that my the people who listen to my my show mm-hmm. and if they have the time they would take it because this is mandatory. It's not even like a maybe that you you shouldn't take it or I get around to it. Like right. this is something you really should know really. in your life. You really should. And it's not and, until something happens 
that then somebody be like, oh, I've been meaning to take this class. I wanted to take it. I wanted to learn it. Like, just do it. It's not expensive. It doesn't take a lot of time, but you learn so much information, and you really could save someone's life. And you empower yourself, too. You walk around. Because when I talk in my show, I'm quite sure I did it on that night. You was there. Uh-huh. I talk about accomplishments. Mm-hmm. And believe it or not, guys and women, this is an accomplishment. When you take this test and you pass it, you are going to feel very powerful mm-hmm. that you have the ability that you could mm-hmm. probably say so someone's life goes to training because I travel all over this world, right? And what I see, and I'm just going to say the American people, mm-hmm. that we really don't know nothing. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't know two languages. We don't know how to do CPR. We right. don't take um, self-defense classes. Mm-hmm. All these things should be in a person's life to be complete. To be complete, CPR, second language, investing, knowing how to invest, knowing how to save money, know how to respect money. You understand? These things that I am trying to get out. And it's not truly our fault, how we was raised, all the confusion. Our parents didn't have this mindset. They just wanted to work and get us through school and send us into the world because that's what they're parents taught them but what I like about mm-hmm. what's going on over the last 30 years um, social media has had its uh, bad points and its good points I'm yeah. focused on the good points where it has taught us more about what has happened to the, um, the black man and woman in this country it has taught us more about education it has taught us more about so many things that we thought was a lie. Give me an example. Um, me and my daughter was talking one day about the universe, space, and stuff. All my life, I thought, until she told this to me about two, three years ago, that there was only 11 planets. And she said, I said, yeah, it's like 11 planets. She said, no, Dad, it's like 50-something planets. I said, no, it's not bad. Right. She said, Dad, it's like it's more than that. I said, no. And my daughter is a 4.0 student. So mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm questioning her, telling me this. And we Googled it. Uh-huh. I said, all my life, especially people in my age group, because, you know, we don't really go back to school and of, of that nature. That's not something that's going to be on our minds. Mm-hmm. That the scientists have discovered a lot of more moons, a lot of galaxies, and a lot more planets. And that's why we have to always stay informed on every level of life. And it's hard being a duck, right? Because you got to get up, brush your teeth, you got to wash your ass, you got to get your clothes, you got to pay your bills, you got to make sure everything's there, you got to make sure you take care of your children, you got to know CPR, you got to go jog, and you got to eat right, everything. So to the young kids listening, listening, learn CPR, but make sure you stop saying, I can't wait to grow up. Mm-hmm. Trust me, because you guys now don't want to work. You don't truly have no ambition. So most mm-hmm. of y'all are doomed when you really got to change your way of thinking mm-hmm. to become a productive man or woman in the society coming up because 
when you watch the news, you watch everything, you see that they are pushing the agenda that there's no, it's not going to be no more middle class in a few years. You're going to either be rich or poor, period. So try to learn these type of things. And I know CPR, you're like, what does CPR have to do with this? I'm going to tell you what it means. It means you accomplish something. Because I'm on the plane all the time. And I fly so much, maybe once or twice a year, you'll hear somebody, one of the flight attendants saying, is there a doctor on board? Mm-hmm. Doesn't have to mean a doctor. Person could be having a respiratory situation like what you're saying, and you mm-hmm. can apply your CPR to save someone's life, mid, like in a scout or on the train, or mm-hmm. in your Uber, or at a comedy show, or, or yep. at a concert. And it's nothing like saving someone's life. Believe me when I tell you, it changes everything. Mm-hmm. So, um, Ms. Johnson, I want to thank so, so, Ms. Johnson, you're in Philly. And they, yes. so let me tell you something. This, she's a beautiful woman. Uh, if you're in Thanks. Philadelphia, you got to make sure her company's called All Hands and CPR. And Thanks. her name is Tamika Johnson. She's an independent instructor. Call her to the people in Philly because, you know, y'all mm-hmm. always got something going on over that motherfucker. And <laughs> everybody walking the street in Philly should definitely learn how to do CPR. And may I give them your phone number on this card? Yes, that's fine. Um, her number is Erica, 215-294-7616. Tell her when you call, I listen to you on the TK Kirkland podcast, and I would like to learn CPR. Now, Absolutely. taking a class of CPR, is it expensive? No, it's not expensive. What's the normal rate? The normal rate is about 100 to $300, depending on what course you want to take. Okay. Now, now some people might have 100, some people don't have 300, but this is what I'm asking you. Are there programs or anything out there that pays for this type of stuff that you know of? There are no of. You know, sometimes they have these things. Not coming to mind. Okay. uh, Okay. I'm just curious. Because, you know, know, what I've I I don't know, but I told you I'm like been focusing on my personal community, so I'm not really sure. But I will look into that. I'm going to look into Yeah, that. because you just never know. And so the people, you make sure you if you call Miss Johnson, you know, and you in your area, see if there's any type of grant. I know you're saying I don't have 100 or I don't have 300. You give me the TK recommendation, I will give you a discount. There you go. You say TK to give you a discount and to people Absolutely. in other communities. Um, I think it's something that you should invest in. I will be I would hate to have this type of discussion and I don't apply myself and take a CPR. So this is something I'm definitely gonna do. It's something I'm yeah. gonna tell my children to take. Awesome. Um, so that they can be aware because mm-hmm. you may not need it today, but you may right. need it in your lifetime. Absolutely. You may need in your lifetime. Now, the day in sports now is one of the biggest days in sports in a long time because uh-huh. we had the COVID. Um, sports was canceled a little bit. It wasn't the same, and everything is starting to get back to normal. And what, today is one of them great days in sports. 
where the yeah. Philadelphia Eagles plays the Dallas Cowboys tonight. And I think mm-hmm. everybody in the country is mm-hmm. waiting for this particular game. Even players who yes. play on other teams is going to yes. watch and this I'll game. And I will be in the building. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's the Eagles. Great. Let's go. Yeah. I, I wish you this. <laughs> now, I'm, I don't have a favorite sports team. Mm-hmm. I am into great competition. Uh-huh. Great competition. So here's my thought. I want okay. Dallas to kind of win because of Stephen mm-hmm. A. Smith, how he has trashed them for so many years because I watch um, right. his show almost every other day if I could put up with his energy. Uh-huh. Then I rock with Philly because I'm always in Philly. I love the people in Philly. And Hurt, uh-huh. who is an African-American quarterback, young uh-huh. kid, is doing his thing. So uh-huh. my my dream today is for this to be a great, great game and mm-hmm. made the best team win. But to all my yeah. Philly fans that's out there that come support me and love my show, I'm rocking with y'all all day um, with Philadelphia. <laughs> you know, you got to you got to rock with Philly all day. Now, all day. Um, let me drop some situations real quick. Miss Johnson, one, I want to say thank you for your time and – your um, your knowledge on CPR. To the ladies and gentlemen around the world, listen, um, this week I will be at Tommy T's in Pleasanton, California. You know, we always sell it out. Lines always around the corner. Let's keep this love going. I want to thank everybody for um, really thinking that I'm funny, you know, and really respecting my reading and the, the hours that I put in studying and watching documentaries that when I come on stage, I can bring something to you that you never have known as far as the knowledge that I have. So Tommy T's this week, get your tickets, ladies and gentlemen. Um, just go to the um, website at Tommy T's, um, PleasantTechCalifornia.com, and get your ticket to pretty much the hottest stand-up comedy show ever. I'm going to say ever because ain't nobody dropping the knowledge. There's a lot of people funny, but a lot of people are not dropping the gems that I'm dropping in my show. And if they start that, you know they got it from T to the motherfucking gay. Ms. Johnson, listen, I thank you yes. so much. Um, you take thank care you of yourself. You're welcome, young lady. And I will send you an episode. I have to send this to New York. They do the editing. Charlemagne the God and them listens okay. to it. And once okay. they're done, they send it back, and boom, it goes on the air in the morning. But they'll send me a copy first. Okay. And once I get the copy, you'll have it before anybody else, and that way you can oh, listen good. to it, and we okay. rock it from there. All right. Thanks, TK. I really appreciate you. No, and I appreciate you, young lady. Enjoy the game today. Yes, you too. You're welcome. Right. Take care of yourself, and good luck. All right. Thank you. I appreciate um, it. Bye-bye. I'm Make sure you follow TK Kirkland on Instagram at TK underscore Kirkland. For more information about upcoming events and more, visit www.officialtkkirkland.com. This episode of the TK Kirkland Show was produced by Chris Thomas, executively produced by Charlemagne the God. This is an official Loudspeakers Network production.